In pursuit of God, discovering purpose, maximizing potential. 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 Jesus House for All Nations. This message has been recorded live at Jesus House for All Nations. God bless you. The book of Isaiah chapter 26 verse 3 says, You will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on thee. And so ladies and gentlemen, let's just, let's just lift our hands and let's just begin to say a prayer. And let's just ask God that Father Almighty God for anybody, anybody who's affected by anxiety, anybody who's affected by anything that was just mentioned, Father Almighty God, the Bible says, you will keep their mind. Can I just ask you to lift your voices? I just want you to pray for a few moments and ask the Holy Spirit to go to that person. Lord, keep them in perfect peace. Keep them in perfect peace. The Bible says it's a good thing to trust in Jehovah. For in Jehovah is eternal strength. And we ask that Father Almighty God, that eternal strength comes to that person. Eternal strength comes to that person. Father Almighty God, if that person is alone, be with them right now. We just commit them into your hands, my Father. And we ask, O oh Lord, that in between today and tomorrow, Father Almighty God, as your spirit comes in and energizes the information, Father Almighty God, that they will receive tomorrow, that freedom will come. We ask, O oh Lord, that this, we ask this in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And everybody said? And everybody said? Amen, ladies and gentlemen. I'll ask you to turn in your Bibles, please, to Isaiah 61, and I'll read from verse 1. I'll read from verse 1. The Bible says, The Spirit of the Lord God is upon me, because the Lord has anointed me to preach good tidings unto the meek. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives, and the opening of the prison to them that are bound to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord and the day of vengeance of our God, to comfort all that mourn, to appoint unto them that mourn in Zion, to give unto them beauty for ashes, the oil of joy for mourning, the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness, that they might be called trees of righteousness, the planting of the Lord, that he might be glorified. Please turn with me, please, to Luke four i'll read from 14 and jesus returned in the power of the spirit into galilee and there went out the fame of him through all the region round about and he taught in their synagogues being glorified of all and he came to nazareth where he had been brought up and as his custom was he went into the synagogue on the sabbath day and stood up for to read verse 17 and there was delivered unto him the book of the prophet Isaiah and when he had opened the book he found the place where it was written the spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor he has sent me to heal the brokenhearted to preach deliverance to the captives and recovering of sight to the blind and set at liberty them that are bruised to preach the acceptable year of the Lord. 
One was a prophecy, one was a fulfillment. In between the prophecy and the fulfillment, there was an event. And ladies and gentlemen, that's going to be our focus today. Let's bow our heads as we pray. Father Almighty God, I ask today that by the power of your Holy Spirit, purely by you, that you open your word to us. Father Almighty God, you have plans for today. We ask, O oh Lord, that in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, that you teach as only you can. Holy Spirit, open your word to us, that that which you have planned may become a reality. We trust you and we thank you. In the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ of Nazareth, we have prayed. And everybody said? And everybody said? Amen. Ladies and gentlemen, what I presented to you was a prophecy. The prophecy was this is what the Messiah will do. These are the amazing things that the Messiah will do when he comes. The second scripture I read to you was the fulfillment. Jesus said, this scripture is now fulfilled in your hearing. And then he went about doing it. But... In between those two events, there was, and we call it an incident, or an event in between. And that's our focus today. Ladies and gentlemen, turn in your Bibles, please, to Matthew chapter 3, verse 16 to 17. Matthew 3 verse 16 to 17. And the Bible says the following. And Jesus, when he was baptized, went up straight away out of the water, and lo, the heavens were opened unto him. And he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and lighting upon him. And lo, a voice from heaven saying, this is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. The person of the Holy Spirit is poured out on Jesus and everything changes. Everything that he has been designed to do comes alive. Everything that he was born to do comes alive. And ladies and gentlemen, this morning, the Lord will do the same for you. There will be an outpouring or an activation of the Holy Spirit. His presence will pour out upon you. And everything that God has planned for you to do will become a reality. Everything that he has planned. Everything. This morning is a morning that, or this afternoon, this is a day that you will remember. Why? The Holy Spirit will come upon you and something will happen. Ordinary will become something forgotten because the Holy Ghost is about to rest and abide upon you now. That's what happened to Jesus. He was baptized in the Holy Spirit and all of a sudden something happened. Turning your Bibles, just to give you an example of the kind of thing that happened when Jesus was baptized in the Holy Ghost, when he stepped into, this is what God said about me. Turning your Bibles, please, to Matthew chapter 15, verse 29. And the Bible says, 
I'm reading from the old King James, ladies and gentlemen. From verse 29. And the Bible says, And Jesus departed from thence. That means he left some. And came nigh unto the Sea of Galilee, and went up into a mountain, and sat down there. And great multitudes came unto him, having with them those that were lame, blind, dumb, maimed, and many others, and cast them down at Jesus' feet, and he healed them. Insomuch that the multitude wondered when they saw the dumb to speak, the maimed to behold, the lame to walk, and the blind to see, and they glorified the God of Israel. Ladies and gentlemen, Jesus had said, this scripture's fulfilled in your hearing. The next time you see Jesus, he's healing someone. He's making happen what God had said he would make happen. But how does it work? Now, just let me check if I'm speaking to the right group of people. How many people have a picture or a dream of tomorrow that is better than today? Let me see your hands. Wow, everybody. Ladies and gentlemen, the anointing of the Holy Spirit is about to make that dream a reality. Because notice, the Bible says in Acts 10 verse 38, we know how Jesus functioned. And the Bible says the following, how we see Jesus Christ, how God anointed Jesus Christ with the Holy Ghost and with power, who went about doing good and healing all those who were oppressed of the devil. Therefore, it was the person of the Holy Spirit that made the difference. He is the power for you to become what God wants you to become. And so, ladies and gentlemen, I want you to do something interesting. I want you to ask him to come into your life. I want you to ask that, Lord, this morning, I want the Holy Spirit to fill me. I want the Holy Spirit to come upon me. I want the Holy Spirit to make my dreams a reality. I want you to pray. It's a prayer that will not be denied. I just want you to pray. And, and the Bible says in Luke 11 verse 13 that the Holy Spirit will come once anybody asks the Father for him. And so ladies and gentlemen, I want you just to, if you would like to lift your hands, that's fine. But I want you just to simply pray that Holy Spirit, this morning, Father, or this afternoon, or wherever you are, whatever part of the world you listen to, the Holy Spirit, come all I want to do is what you want me to do. Come and empower me. Come and touch my life. Come and make my dreams a reality. You see, there are some people in here who feels their dreams and their hopes have been forgotten. Who feel that what they are facing might be impossible. Who feel that this is not a time that God can bring it to pass. That time has gone too far. Let the power of the Holy Spirit begin to flood through you. All you have to do is ask. Begin to ask that Holy Spirit, come into my life today. Come upon me. Father Almighty God, I ask that in the name of Jesus, that Father, fill me with your Holy Spirit so that what I am dreaming about will become a reality. What I want will become a reality. Father, let it happen in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. And everybody said? And everybody said? Now, you say, but how will I know it worked? Six things will happen. Six things will happen. 
The first one, ladies and gentlemen, is this. The first one is something you do naturally will open a door supernaturally. That means a blessing will show up. Something you do naturally will open a door for something to you. It will be a supernatural opening. You say, but how will I know? That means whatsoever it is. Think of something you do naturally. Ladies and gentlemen, everybody has something that they do well. Something that they do very well. And it comes naturally. The Holy Spirit will come upon it. And what you do well will become a blessing. Somebody else's door will be open because of you. Now, you say, but how do I know? That's the Holy Ghost. That's how he's going to work. He's going to make something you do naturally become so viable that it will open a door for you. It will open a door. John chapter 6. I'll tell you the story. That's where the story is. Jesus needs bread to feed 5,000 plus people. And there's a young man there, and he has obviously something he can do naturally. He hears the disciples talking, and they say, we need to feed all these people. And he says, you can have mine. Notice, that's natural. The Bible says he places it in the hands of Jesus. And Jesus blesses it, and he breaks it, and it multiplies. Something you do naturally is about to open a door for you supernaturally. It's called a blessing. What does that mean? Jesus added the super, and what was natural fed everybody else. There's something, somebody in here. That's the first thing he's going to do. He's going to make a blessing happen. A blessing, a, something that God, only God can make happen. He's going to make happen on your behalf. This is the first thing he would do. The second thing he would do is he'll change you. He'll change you. Now, when I say he'll change you, that means he will change who you are. So you get a different set of results. A different set of results. Let's look at it in just simple terms. He'll change you. And how will he change you? He'll change you through the word of God. The Holy Spirit will take the word of God and he'll change you. He'll change you. Turning your Bibles to Hebrews chapter 4 verse 12. Hebrews chapter 4 verse 12. The Bible says, for the word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit and of the joints and marrow and as a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. That means the word of God is what the Lord will use to free you from yesterday. But who's going to get it done? Turn in your Bible, please, to Ephesians chapter 6, verse 17. Ephesians 6 verse 17. If you can look at it in the Amplified, that will be wonderful. Uh, it just makes it easier in the Amplified Bible. And the Bible says, and take the helmet of salvation and the sword, of the, and the sword that the Spirit wields, which is the Word of God. 
Ladies and gentlemen, the word of God on your inside will change you so that you can do exactly what God wants you to do. It empowers. The Holy Spirit will change you. He will get into your heart so your words, your thoughts, and your actions will line up with the word of God so the results you get are God's results. That's, he'll change you. And so the Holy Spirit governs that process. He governs the process of changing you, and he'll do it with the Word of God. The first thing he will do, he'll enable something you do naturally to become a blessing. The second thing you will do, he will do is he'll change you. Now, when he changes your heart, what changes about you? The Bible says the Word of God works on your heart, but when the Holy Spirit works on your heart, what changes about you. Ladies and gentlemen, Matthew chapter 12, reading from verse 34, the B part, purely for the sake of time, the Bible says, out of the abundance of your heart, the mouth speaks. That means if I am saying what God says about me, then I will begin to experience what God says about me. And, and I'll, I'll, put, I'll prove that to you because there are some people in here who really need a miracle. Turning your Bible, let's see that in action. Let's see it in action. And it's a fun verse. Turning your Bible to Joshua chapter 10. We're only going to read from verses 12 to 14. 12 to 14. The Bible then says, Then spake Joshua to the Lord in the day when the Lord delivered up the Amorites before the children of Israel. And he said in the sight of Israel, Son, stand thou still upon Gibeon, and thou moon in the valley of Ajalon. Verse 13. And the sun stood still, and the moon stayed until the people had avenged themselves upon their enemies. Is not this written in the book of Jasher? So the sun stood still in the midst of heaven and hasted not to go down about a whole day. Verse 14. And there was no day like that before or after it, that the Lord hearkened to what? The voice of a man. For the Lord fought for Israel. Now let's put this in context. So you understand that changing your words will change your life. Listen to me very carefully. Unless I'm wrong, the sun does not revolve around the earth. Do we agree? Fine. Therefore, if God has to stop the sun for a man on earth, he has to stop the earth. Do we agree? Right. So if he stops the earth, you do realize the moon rotates around the earth. Do we agree? Right. If God stops the earth and he doesn't stop the moon, do you realize that there will be floods all over the earth because the tides are run by lunar, by lunar, lunar influence? Do we agree? You can, I, you can check if I'm right. Google will help you out. But listen also carefully. If God stops one planet, he has to stop all the other eight. Do we agree? If he stops all eight planets, he also has to stop every moving celestial body, like comets and things like that. He has to stop the whole process. 
And also, you realize that if God stops the earth, he has to stop the seasons for a time. He has to stop every law that runs in the earth. Listen to me very carefully. And God did that to the words of a man. Ladies and gentlemen, say with me, please, please say with me, I am no longer a victim. My words are framing my world. That's what the Holy Ghost is doing for you. Listen carefully. Last thing. And if God did that for Joshua, there are people in here, I don't know who you are, that are believing God for a miracle that you think is beyond you. If God can stop the world at the words of a man, ladies and gentlemen, whatever you are believing God for, just like Ifair said, lift your voice now. I don't know what it is. I don't know what you're going through in the next few moments. That Lord, whatsoever I'm going through, I lay before you now. This is what the Holy Ghost will do. He'll change you. He'll change your heart. Then he'll change your words. And he'll change your life. He will change you. Change you. Change you. Father Almighty God, for everybody believing God for a miracle, wherever they may be, in the sanctuary, listening or watching online, Father Almighty God, may the same level of power be granted to them that you granted to Joshua that day. Stop everything so that they may become whatever you want them to become. Father Almighty God, may the miracles from this moment begin. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. And everybody said? Amen. And everybody said? Amen. Amen. So that's the second thing he will do. He'll change you. The third thing he will do is he will make you fruitful. Fruitful. The Holy Spirit will make you fruitful. How? The Bible says the following. Of course, for a reason. You see, okay, can I have the choir back? We have work to do. And this is, you see, the Lord will make you fruitful because he will tell you this is what to do. This is how to do it. It's just simple obedience. It's just simple obedience. You pick the song. 
I'll tell you when to start, but you pick it. Why have we paused? Because someone in here is going through such a hard time that your matter has caught the attention of the Almighty. And he's paused us for a few moments. You might be in the sanctuary or you might be watching online. But the Lord wants to do something in particular. He wants to do something for somebody that actually cannot wait. What song are we going with? Pardon? You good with it? All right. Ladies and gentlemen, what we're going to do in the next few minutes, we're going to literally join our faith with whoever it is. We're going to worship God for a few, few minutes. I'm not sure how long. And I'm willing to close the service on this. That's how valuable you are. But what you're going through is so difficult that coming to church today was a challenge. Or literally, wherever you are, getting up was a challenge. And so this is, the Lord has just paused it. He's paused it, absolutely, he's paused it. That in the next few moments, while we worship, whoever you are, come forward so we can pray together. But you're going through something that if it is not solved today, if it's not solved, <laughs> thank you. The Lord says, if it's not solved, ah, no, no, fire, you guys kick it in. Wow. If it's not solved today, something has to happen. Something has to be solved today. Today. You see, this is what the Holy Ghost will do. He will. He will. If it's not solved today, somebody's life is in danger. If you're listening online, that's okay. Holy Enough to tear up anything that he was doing today. Strength for God.
before we let them go back to their seats we ask, we pause because there's somebody watching the challenge you are facing is life or death 
and the Lord sends a word to you that he speaks life over you. Wherever you may be, life. Life. In the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, we have prayed. Amen. God bless you, ladies and gentlemen. Go back to your seats. Ladies and gentlemen, this is what the Holy Ghost does. He makes the impossible possible. What does he want to do today? Is that he wants to fill you with himself. Three things. Power, efficiency, and might. Ability, efficiency, and might. The only caveat he has is, I'm in charge. All I need is you. And ladies and gentlemen, for the next few moments, we're going to open the altar. And as they sing, if it be that you want the Holy Ghost to literally take charge, the rest will be miraculous. While they sing, come forward this is what he wants to achieve today your dreams your hopes your plans he wants you
this be your prayer. With a whole nothing. Let this be your prayer. With a says the Spirit will come on you. He will fill your heart so that Jesus may dwell there by faith. He will root you and crown you in love. You'll understand his salvation in a way you never did. He'll fill you with all the fullness of himself and your journey will become easy obeying him will become easy your journey with him will become easy you will do he will be glorified God is Father Almighty God, I leave them in your safe and your mighty care. Eternal rock of ages. Fill each one. In Jesus' most holy name. And everybody said, and everybody said, ladies and gentlemen, Celebrate the Lord.